we have to we got we got to do our civic duty and we got to talk about this. And Who keeps giving M Night Shyamalan money to make movies? <laughs> I. I, like, I, just stop. Arrest the people I, who keep giving him money to make movies. At this point, I had I had a bizarre epiphany. Okay. Like about midway through this movie. And something just clicked in my head. And I think I figured it out. I think I figured it out. I believe that M. Night Shyamalan is fucking with us. <laughs> I truly believe he is fucking with us and that this is in fact the biggest twist of all. The fact that he keeps making these things, making them intentionally terrible like because people keep going and seeing them. So so the twist is he's trying to make a terrible movie and see if he and, can get away with it. And no, not so much that he can see if he can get away with it. No, it's much more elaborate than that. This is to see how long people are going to keep going to his movies. He is playing it completely straight, but at one point I'm watching this movie going, there's no way anybody could be looking at the writing, the acting, the story, the, the filming, and thinking any of this is a good idea. It, 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 it's 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 impossible. Nobody could be could be doing that. So the only logical explanation is that he knows exactly what he's doing, and he is fucking with all of us. We are all Bruce Willis. Ah, oh, because other because other than that, the only other explanation that is that he is incompetent, and yet somehow. They are still willing to give money to this jabbering mental patient to no, make these no, movies. No, don't, because that makes that that puts a that puts a stigma on mental people with mental illness. He's just an idiot, 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 a genius hack, idiot. Uh, hack okay. would be another appropriate term. Okay, so let's let's talk about this abomination of God and science. So we went to go see Old mm. by M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. Um, we probably wouldn't have been our first choice. No. It wasn't our first choice. No. It wasn't. It was like our third or fourth third choice. Third or fourth, yeah. But we just decided to pack in as many movies as we could this weekend. Yeah. And um, and we, we went to it <laughs> kind, of, kind of being the the instruments of our own destruction. We went to it with full knowledge that this is an M. Night Shyamalan movie and therefore was going to be reprehensible and was probably going to drive us insane. That it was uh, the last decade of M. Night Shyamalan movies were really bad. Yeah, and um, so we knew. We knew this going in, but I don't think I was quite emotionally prepared. I was I was being optimistic because the concept possibly could have been okay. Um, like the idea of aging faster and trying to figure out a way to stop the aging process before you die from old age. 
I mean, that could be an interesting concept. It's, I think that the short story it was based on was an interesting concept. It's it's not the worst idea for a movie or a 30-minute episode of The Twilight Zone. But, um, oh my god. Okay, so first of all, this movie didn't foreshadow. This movie slapped you upside the head with information that you might need later. And in ways that... I, I guess this this links back to just the overall problem of terrible writing. Goddamn people in M. Night Shyamalan movies do not talk like human beings. No. Do you know what I notice is that they he settles on a character trait and then he just stomps it into the ground. Yeah. Like, yeah. the one character is, is a counselor, a psychologist, so every sentence she has is something about we should talk about this it's, or, it's some yeah some stereotypical counselor yeah jargon i'm sorry i take counseling classes generally you don't and outside of a counseling situation you you just don't talk like that yeah no my my favorite is the completely un i have not seen not since michelle tanner on full house have I seen a more unrealistic kid than the than the boy in the, the first the first half of this movie speaking in ways that no kid talks? Well, no, I've seen especially kids on the spectrum. Spectrum, sorry, kids on the spectrum, precocious kids on the spectrum. They could talk like that. Yeah, I've seen that, but. Basically, this kid has a quirk where he asks the names and occupations of every single person he meets, and they use that as exposition. Yes. And it's gross. Because mine would be, you know, you know, hi, what's your name, Noxious? My name is Brandon, and I punch obnoxious children in the face. You would not. You're the biggest teddy bear. Fucking, oh, I would have made it. I would have made an exception for this kid and the kid from Once Upon a Time. But <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, and that that is that is an aspect of his writing. You see this in so many of his movies. Oh, it's so it's the, heavy. Handed. It's the character has one trait, and therefore that is everything. All that, yeah, that's it. That's all that they do. And it is the one trait. It is. <sighs> oh, and the the rapper guy is actually from from a middle class family. Yeah, no one is surprised by this. I, I like nothing is shocking about this. It was just so. The the writing is beyond. Like I swear, this would be this dialogue would be great if it was a first year writing student and he went, yeah. "Oh, well, that's a good try." But let's talk about how to actually make realistic dialogue. Um, but you pile on top of it people who are just, <laughs> I'm sorry, just awful, <laughs> just. Yeah, they were really just. Except for the nurse and the counselor. The like, nurse, the nurse guy. Besides the characters being badly, badly yeah. written, like the, the them as people were not bad. Yeah, well, he he was he's a the, the guy playing the Head nurse. Long, yeah, he he's a pretty good. He's a decent actress. He's a good I, character actor. I've seen him. He in, was in this awesome show called Night Shift that I just like totally was obsessed with and did not get the credit it deserved. No, but. But he was okay, but I mean, on the whole, and I, I, I'm not trying to be dismissive here. I am not trying to be mean-spirited or xenophobic or anything, but when you get a bunch of people who English is not their second language, 
or not their first language, and give them bad dialogue, it just is not a good combination. It just, it's, it just doesn't work for you, folks. It just. And the thing is, it's like I know Gail Garcia Bernal. I think I said that right. Now it's like twelve thirty. Um, I think he's a decent actor. So like, and I don't know. It's okay. Also, the whole concept of this is that they're on this beach that's making them age faster. Yes. And then they say their hair and nails aren't growing because those are dead cells anyways. <coughs> but <laughs> the cells are dead after they've been produced through your cells. Short little sidetrack here. When my mom was going through chemo, both of my parents have went through chemo. When my mom was going through chemo, we talked to one of the nurses and the doctors about like why hair falls out and fingernails get really brittle. And it's because chemo is meant to attack the fastest growing cells because tumors and cancer are, are cells that are growing faster than they're supposed to be. Okay, so the reason that the hair falls out and the nails get brittle is because they attack those cells too because they're fast growing. So theoretically, if, if the, the concept is that this mineral is making your cells grow faster, your hair and your nails would be growing seven times as fast, not, 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 at, all. not at all. So like <laughs> seriously, a Google search, M. Night Shyamalan with your millions of dollars, you could have done a Google search about cells and it's, then... It's one of those things that... In your stupid sci-fi movie that... A, I don't really felt needed an explanation. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like I remember the uh, movie I reviewed uh, last... Uh, two years ago, The Replicants, where Keanu Reeves clones mm -hmm. his whole family. And yet the cloning process knew exactly how long their hair was and stopped there. Yeah. You know, I think it's one of those things you just accept. Yeah, it's like... Uh, no, <sighs> no one cares. Nobody was asking that question. Yeah. Because there was too many other things to distract us. I want to focus on, you know what I want to focus on is the thing I don't want to focus on. I want to focus on the extreme ick factor oh. of this movie. Oh. And oh. not in terms of the gruesomeness of some of the things that happen to people. There are some pretty gruesome moments. Yeah, there was a couple um, times I had to close my eyes. There, there are, though I, I, I don't believe that hysterical laughter from the audience oh is gosh. what he was aiming for with one of these. Like, seriously, like, if anything tells you what the reaction to the audience is going to be, is the fact that this moment, which the way it's set up in the film is supposed to be a really scary, like, gasp, like, you know, get you in your seat kind of moment, and the theater just erupted. Everybody erupted. They, they were laughing, you know, so. Yeah, and then uh, that was just the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not talking about that ick factor. I am talking about the little kid ick factor. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I started getting a little... Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable fairly early on when the... How old is she when she starts? 10, 11? 11. 11-year-old 11 daughter uh, character comes out in a bikini. Okay, kids wear two pieces all the time. But this one is riding up her rear end quite a bit to the point that you're like, okay, we need to get a better costume here. This is... Yeah. And 
okay, okay you know, man, uh, and then during the I, aging I process, I would disagree with that part. Like when she was eleven, that was that was okay. That's honestly, that's how girls from suits are cut now. Yeah. But get over it, old man. I love you. I love hey. you dearly, more than anything in the world. But okay. Um. But yes, as she is aging, and they're. The, the, it doesn't help that the characters are calling attention to her developing. Yes. And they're doing the same thing with the, the girl character who is Kira, who is six. Yeah. As she's aging. And so she and the precocious little so Kira, the little girl who's like six, and Trent. Matt Trent. Maddox is the Maddox daughter. is the yeah. Um are are growing and as such their hormones grow and I have so many more thoughts than I did yesterday. And they they fuck. Yeah. Don't say it like that. It's like they I, I, I they fool around. I, I, it just, I, I and she gets pregnant. Yeah. I I, it, I was done. Yeah. I was already not and I wasn't invested in anything that was happening, but I was I was it was, it was like no. No. I know. No. Yeah, it was And then, like, yeah, I, it was not great. And then, the whole pregnancy is tragic, too, and, oh, gosh. Now, I did enjoy one part. Can you guess what part I enjoyed? Um, is it the one line that's really funny? Well, which line was that? I don't remember. There was one line, I'll give the writing... One the writing and performance uh, credit by for one line, uh, and that's when they're talking about you know how fast they're aging, and they say, well, you know, some of us just don't show it, and the two black characters oh, okay. look at each other, and go, now they wish they're black. Goes, yeah. mm -hmm. it was like that was funny because Whoopi was Goldberg funny. says black don't crack, <laughs> you know. But no, the, I enjoyed watching the plastic surgery woman age and like freak out about it like except for like her ending was bad like that was just yeah, it, but like the whole concept of her just basically melting you know and yeah so and the whole plot twist was so obvious from the beginning you know like uh, okay uh, we're gonna um spoilers fuck you um no not <laughs> um no. Be nice to the people watching the show. <laughs> Be nice to the viewers. Um, if you would like to, to skip ahead, you may. Uh -huh. I mean, we're saving you time and money, so you should really. Um, so you, you did have, you, you predicted the plot twist before we went into the theater that it was somehow going to be a pharmaceutical thing or they were sucking the youth out of people. Yes. I, I am going to say, in terms of reasoning it was a fairly interesting way to go that, that they were bringing these people to the island who had certain diseases treating them with this their medicine with medicines and then sending them to this beach where you age quickly so to, that they can to gauge the how how the, medicine how the medicines work over a long period of time Yes. So, but uh, that wasn't credit to M.I. Shaman. I believe that was in the original short story. 
was that was how yeah um so i i'm going to give that that credit in that it doesn't save the movie by any stretch you know but as far as motivations go it is one of the more interesting uh, or, yeah. So I, I will give it that much. That is the that is the least amount of credit I I am going to give this movie. Um, I also, you know, one thing I learned from grad school, and I've mentioned this many times on this show, is that when you start watching multiple films, and one of the things that starts coming out to you is things that directors do, common themes that they continuously oh, do. Over and, and over you know... And, and it didn't help that the two movies we went to see tonight both did this particular... If I if I can guess what you're talking about, they both used this particular trick. Which one do you think I'm talking about? The one where the camera swings. Oh, um... Yeah. Uh, so there is that. But I, that's, not the, that's not the direction I was camera going. But, but yeah, it does. Yeah, he loved... He loved doing the swing the camera this way and shoot at nothing so that when it comes back and the person's aged or something's happened, you're like, oh my God, that happened in five seconds, except it took them, you know, the camera's pointing at nothing for like, yeah. you know, forever. No, what I was actually going for is is making the point that um, M. Night Shyamalan seems to have a bizarre enjoyment of grown people doing little kid voices. <laughs> It seems to be a thing with him. You know, I, I, I've made this remark many times. No, the lesser Xavier's acting in Split is not revolutionary or good because he went, Hi, I'm a little kid now. And watching these people do it, you yeah. know. For the record, I like James McAvoy and his representation of uh, Professor X. So, but... I didn't watch Split because I gave up on M. Night Shyamalan movies you know. a long time ago, and I should have stayed giving up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I've noticed it's like a thi- it's a weird thing he does now. It's like, yay, they liked it in that movie. I'll do it in all of them. It's okay. Here's my thing the camera work was so bad, the acting was so bad, the writing was so bad. Like, it was just so bad. I have high school students who could have done a better job at this. How do you get to be... So, like, the whole thing was Sixth Sense was released on his birthday in 1999, and they released this on his birthday this year. So, 22 years, legitimately, 22 years of releasing major movies with a lot of funding. And, and this is the best you can do? Like... Now, I will say the costuming was good. The shots of the beach were beautiful, so whatever location they used was great because that was just a beautiful beach. And the old, the aging, for the most part, was believable. Yeah. Okay. So, fair enough. Fair. So, a couple of decent points in its favor, but... Yeah. You know, I am M. Night, buddy. Please retire. If you're watching. I just take um, up crocheting. You know. Um. I. Please don't start teaching somewhere. Don't spread this. You. If you're watching, first of all, thanks. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Hit subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> um, second of all, we're, we're going to try this. We're going to come at this from a place of love. Okay? We're coming at this from a place of love. It's like an intervention. All right. I would have written a letter, but I'm driving, and I, I can't read it to you. But we're going to tell you, you need to stop. Okay? We care about you. We think maybe you're better suited somewhere else in life. I um, I hear Charlie Sheen's looking for writers. Okay? Um, there are any number of brain-dead sitcoms that could use another skilled hand. Oh, please don't send him to television. Um, but, buddy, you gotta stop. I, I know... I know that you had a fairly decent movie your first time out. And I know that that got everyone talking that you're the next Orson Welles or Alfred Hitchcock. You're not. You, you are not. No. So stop putting yourself in your movies like you're Alfred Hitchcock. He he had the, the, the wisdom to just contain it to little walk-ons. Yeah. You know? You're, you're not a talented enough actor to write and direct yourself. Um, buddy, you just need to stop. And studios who keep giving him money, yes. give it to Jordan Peele and walk away. Walk away. Give it give it to just about anybody. There's got to be something better. If you, if you really have too much money, if the problem here is you need to get rid of your money, give it to me. We're public school teachers in general. Yeah, I'll I'll make a brain dead movie for you, <laughs> and you can give me your money. You know, there are there are there are there are thousands of more people you could give your money to. You could burn it, and it would be a better use of it than giving it to him, thinking this time, it's this time it's going to be different. You it's could not. Probably make like ten independent movies. For yes. You pay for this. Yes. You, you gotta stop, buddy, for the good of everybody. You're just, you're, you're just. Maybe go into producing. Nobody knows what they do anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, but this, uh, it is getting to the point, friend. And maybe, maybe, again, maybe this is how he's fucking with us. Maybe it's turning into an Ed Wood thing. People are not, <laughs> people are not going to your movies to enjoy them anymore. They are going to laugh at you. <laughs> Okay, we are we are laughing at you. We're not oh. laughing with you. No, we're laughing at you. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, buddy. You got, you know, please, oh. please, just stop. Yes. Just stop. Okay. Oh, let's wrap. Let's this up. let's wrap this up. And before I go, one other one other appeal before we final grade, folks who go to see these movies, stop. Oh, we're we're some of them. We paid for this. We paid Saturday night prices for this. But to review it. Okay. <laughs> we we didn't go actually go, ooh, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie's out. Color me there. Um, anyway, so people, we, we all take a responsibility for this. All right? Just like with Terminator movies, you got to stop. All right. On the plus side, it didn't make the Green Knight seem like it was better than it actually probably was. Yeah, we're going to talk about that one tomorrow. Yeah. 
Uh, that's a little too dense to get into at 1230 at night. I can't even. <laughs> I, need to, um, I need to sleep on that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let's let's wrap this up. This should be interesting. Uh, final grade for uh, for old. Terrible title, Old. by the way. Yep. Terrible. Trial would have been a better better title. Yeah, that kind of would have given away at the beginning. Who cares? Um, it's, it's a better title. So, anyway. Um, so... I've been thinking about this. I'm really... I'm, I'm going to go D-. minus. Going D-. minus. D-. minus. Because I did like the special effects. Either... It, whether they use CGI or makeup or whatever. They did do pretty well with that and I liked the costume and the setting so D minus plus I'd still rather watch this again than Queen Bees at all so mm -hmm. yeah. and this is why ladies and gentlemen you want to have her as a teacher instead of me because I'm flunking this movie <laughs> I'm flunking it it's an F it is an F it is an incomplete it is a complete and total one mildly amusing line and a fairly decent justification for the plot twist does not a good movie make. Literally everything about this movie hurt. All right, it hurt me physically watching this movie, watch, <laughs> watching the acting, listening to the writing. There is one. There's one point towards the end where the the two kids now in their fifties are sitting on the beach going. Uh, I think we got about 13 hours to go. And I'm like, it certainly fucking feels like it. I, I, I just looked over several times and you were just like... Oh. And, it, and just like this review, it wouldn't fucking end. Oh. It ended three fucking times. And that's and a real M. Night Shyamalan thing too. It's like, stop. Your movie ended. You're good. Yeah. Go. No, we kept coming back. It's like, we're done. Mm-hmm. So, and we are done. Not we. We are we, we are never done. But with this film, we're fucking done. Just, <laughs> fuck, you got us again, M. Night. You got us again, you you, pre you merry prankster, you. You scam. He is. He's just laughing at us. <laughs> you still paid for it. <laughs> I've still got your money, losers. I got your 28 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think that we really, I mean, we might have to watch an episode of Star Trek before we I, go to sleep. I think so. Yeah, just, we got, we got, we got, we got to scrub this. Help us, Janeway! <laughs> the captain will save us. <laughs> um, so thank you. Thank you for, for dealing with our pain. We're going, tomorrow we will uh, dive into existentialism and, and whatnot. Arthurian chivalric poems. Yes. So uh, join us for that. Uh, probably a little bit more in-depth film discussion, but probably the same amount of swearing from me. So, anywho. Uh, we don't expect anything So, else. thank you for joining us, and as always, drive safe, and we'll see you at the movies. <laughs>